0: hello and welcome to the fable fellas i'm one of the fable fellas my name is carter i am the other fable fella and my name is riley how have you been recently it's been a moment since we have done one of these we record two at a time and then we had a week off or two
1: it has been a long moment. It is March, and March is historically the toughest month on record for teachers because it's the long stretch with no breaks leading into spring break. The kids are tired, and so am I.
0: <laughs> I did the, uh, I did some counting, and the 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 stretch we have to go after spring break is actually longer than this stretch by like two weeks. I think. Is it? Yeah, between April, basically the first week of April, and the last weekend of May. Mm. We don't have any breaks either. Speaking of the last weekend of May. Speaking of the last weekend of May, you have a very special (laughs) thing coming up in your life, don't you? Yep, I will be
1: betrothed to my partner Morgan on the 29th
0: of May. Well, you know, I don't think this will take too long to turn around this episode, but just in case, congratulations on your wedding.
1: Thank you, Carter. Thank you very much. Way to get married yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got That's something. A... Ooh,
0: sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you go. No, no, I insist. I don't know. I don't. I was literally not even going to say anything. <laughs> I was just started to talk, and I thought maybe I'd and I'd ha- I think of something to say
1: by the ah, time. I that classic finished. Carter confidence.
0: I do that all the time these days. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs>
1: Historically, I've done it too much.
0: Just keep going. I go, and you know what? And then I think, "Hmm." (laughs) what 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 do
1: we know, Carter? (laughs) What what would be something that could fill this? (laughs) What would be something that all my friends know? (laughs) A couple weeks ago, I was cleaning out uh, my desk drawer here, and I was kind of like throwing away files that I realized I didn't really need to keep partially because they are old and no longer serve a purpose, partially because it's something my dad handed me and I don't need to print off the internet. Um, One of them was something that I started writing for my creative writing class back in the year 2008. And after reading this half a page of writing, I feel like it's worth bringing it to the podcast to show that despite some of these stories being less than quality. It takes guts to write a story and go through the publishing process. And basically just showing that we appreciate the writers from these books, even if they didn't really produce something beautiful. Is this a is this a debut of your work here on Fable Fellas? It is <laughs> It is the worst possible debut to come up with. But yes, just in order <laughs> to so uh, offer the olive branch to the authors that we have talked trash about for the last four episodes. Uh, well, please, if you'd like to, if we, uh, some a little bit of a starter, a warm up to our feature story today. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. So piece of writing from, this would be sophomore in high school aged Riley. <clears throat> it was Christmas Eve. 2008, and I was in New Mexico. Now you might be wondering why I was in the middle of New Mexico on Christmas Eve, instead of (laughs) instead of home in bed while visions of sugar plums danced in my head. Well, I had picked up some (laughs) intel that someone was going to try to assassinate the big guy. What? I knew I was the only person capable of stopping it for some reason. So there I was, in a tiny, Home-owned Mexican restaurant, eating fish tacos, and waiting for the killer to arrive. Well, after my sixth fish taco, I remembered something extremely important. Santa does not live in New Mexico. Without even a moment's hesitation, I was out of the door, in my car, and driving off. Someday I'd go back and pay the bill. Someday. But not today. I love thinking about you in 2008 laughing over the... the line
0: but wait i just realized santa (laughs) doesn't live in new and thinking like i am the cleverest boy it's very on brand isn't it i would i will say that um there is a you you pair well with the sort of pacing that our stories also
1: bring to the table Mm -hmm. like here i am in new mexico ready to kill santa's killer but wait there's more within a few hours the plane landed so suddenly i'm on a plane the plane landed (laughs) (laughs) the plane landed at the north pole I shuffled across fifteen miles what? of freezing, and that's where it ends. So there's not that much more. So at least the people in this podcast finish their stories. You can't say the same about sophomore year, Riley. This this feels a lot like like a quick write. In, did you write this in a, like in class for like a five minute warm up? Probably. Yeah, we did a lot of quick writes, and I definitely had a lot of. Things that were very on brand, like this. This is probably just one that I, uh, you know, got a little. <laughs> I got a little confident about what I could knock out in five minutes, and I started a Manchurian Candidate story <laughs> crossed with It's a Wonderful Life, and I didn't get to the finish line in time. <laughs> I like that you get you were able
0: to take a plane to the North Pole, but you thought, you know what. There should be a little bit of struggle. So the plane actually takes you 15 miles away from outside the <laughs> North Pole. We can't just give my... You can't give your protagonist everything.
1: Yeah. I knew that there had front. to be stakes. Has to be struggle. You got to make your character struggle. That's that's so important. That was the same year that I wrote a lengthy zombie apocalypse story in which the antagonist was a man wearing a panda mask. Oh. I know I still have that somewhere. What are... What are three more key details you remember about the man in the panda mask? Um, He threw uh, one of his subordinates that failed him into the blades of a helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. Match. At one point when the main character raised his samurai sword to attack him. he knocked the sword aside with his bare hand and snarled at him and the mask looked like a real panda face for a second and looking back on it that's not quite as scary as it was in my head at the time <laughs> and what a, real panda <laughs> and last detail for some reason the zombies didn't attack him there was probably oh. there's probably a very engaging narrative reason for it but I'll be darned if I ever got to it See that spells intrigue right there that's a good narrative move Yeah he
0: walked among them not zombie but not a <laughs> maybe zomb- not zombie is not, not panda p- either not quite panda not quite zombie <laughs> <laughs> the panda the real the real panda panda mask zombies <laughs> zombies hated the idea of eating pandas cuz <laughs> they knew they were on the endangered species list
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh god
0: that's incredible. Bringing, you know, I think it is nice. It's 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 a good idea to bring our own creative writing if we ever have guests, which I think we should start having guests on soon. And by guests I mean rotating through our three other friends.
1: And by guests we definitely mean Alex cuz he already said he was gonna
0: Yeah, that's right. And and we should we should require that they bring a sample of their own writing just so that just just to show that we are also by no means the literary (laughs) the the next great american novelist
1: (laughs) we'll get there someday
0: but yeah i think a bit of humility is important certainly not as prolific as joseph jacobs by the way do you want to hear a story absolutely cool we may make this a two-parter by the way everyone Simply because we often <laughs> we're often already getting near the 20-minute mark by the time we finish two pages. And this, pa- this story happens to be about five pages long. And we're already ten minutes in. We're already ten minutes in. Well, you know, isn't that just the podcast way? You come and hang out with your way. two favorite people, and they do some shaky premise <laughs> that is just an excuse for them to hang out. And it's and... vaguely
1: entertaining enough to get you through a half an hour. <laughs> yeah.
0: And your commute is oh so much better. Right now, the cat Poppy is scratching up a scratching pad. Okay, she's done. This story is called Tom Tit Tot. Oh, no. And as we read this, you are going to make a connection to a uh, story that's probably a little bit more well-known in that it is literally the exact same story.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But, you know, tell me tell me the moment that you realize that you figure out what this story is.
1: Is this another Joseph Jacob Jingleheimer sm- special?
0: This is... Yes. Um, and then, you know what? As a matter of fact, his name is my name, too. Dang. How weird. How about that? Yeah. Once upon a time, there was a woman, and she baked five pies. Related. with me? <laughs> when they came out of the oven, they were that oven baked, the crusts were too hard to eat. There's some also, mm-hmm. this, this sentences are extremely difficult in this one.
1: Yeah, that sounds like some rough draft at the high school level.
0: There are also, there are moments in here that give me clues that this story, I think, was orally told and just written down verbatim.
1: Orally told by an absolute ancient folk. And Jacob's didn't bother to do any sort of editing.
0: A story from the ancients. (laughs) So she says to her daughter,
1: Darter? She (laughs) said she? (laughs) Wait, it's... (laughs) It's actually spelled D-A-R-T-E-R, Carter, Carter sent me what uh, a picture of the thing, and I, usually I try to avoid it just because I want to be immersed in the storytelling, but yeah. Darter, D-A-R-T-E-R, oh my god.
0: Which is awesome because it totally, it gives <laughs> us a little bit of a clue like how she's supposed to talk here. Yeah, Darter, Dar- Darter says she, put you them there pies <laughs> on the shelf and leave them there a little and they'll come again. She meant, you know, the crust would get soft.
1: Thanks, narrator. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> but the girl, she says to herself, well, if they'll come again, I'll eat them now. Oh, no. Thinking, by the way, yeah. that if she, just, that the mom said, well, you know, no matter what happens to these pies, they'll miraculously re-manifest In my a little while later. Um, so she set to work and ate them all, first and last. Well, come supper time, the woman said, go you and get one of them, their pies. I dare say they've come again now. The girl went and she looked and there was nothing but the dishes. So back she came and says she, no, they ain't come again. Not one of them, says the mother. Not one of them, says she. Riveting. Well, <laughs> right. we'll come again or not come again, says the woman. I'll have one for supper. But you can't if they ain't come, said the girl.
1: <laughs> oh, I see.
0: The typical mi- the typical misdirection. We've got a communication breakdown. Mom said, I want those pies to ripen or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> on the shelf. And the daughter thought, oh, they'll just come again. See...
1: Not only are we caught up on the language of the ancients, but so is the darter <laughs> of the story. No, I think she's not quite caught up yet. I think this is uh, this is the primordial who's on first. Exactly. Like, no, they haven't shown up.
0: And she's like, I don't care if, you know, I guess to mean get soft. You can't you can't eat them if they ain't come. And, she, and the, so the mom says, but I can. Go you and bring the best of them. Best or worst, says the girl, I've ate them all and you can't have one till that's come again.
1: <laughs>
0: well, well the woman she was done and she took her spinning to the door to spin. And as she span she sang, my daughter hate five five pies today. My daughter hate five five pies today. That's oh, okay, you almost start singing near the end. Should I try again? Yeah. Give it a little more. I'm going to imagine do she's want, just do you want me spinning. to like clap
1: out a beat? My <laughs> My daughter hate <laughs> <hey. laughs> Five, five today, my I, five, five today. I think it must sound like that
0: Because it gets the attention of the king Who was coming down the street at this yeah. very moment It's
1: like the ting-tings, there's like a clap beat And it's like, that's not my name Oh yeah, oh yeah I knew what you were
0: laying down Now a dog <laughs> is shrieking outside So, mirac- you know, just because the stories have to story The king was coming down the street At this exact moment and wow. heard her singing
1: No guards, no nothing Just kind of taking a lazy stroll
0: the company of the king. Maybe he's being carried by his like, you know, up in those, up in those things that get carried by like four dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody gets carried like that except when they die and get you know carted out in a
1: coffin, except kings, kings and dead men. See, there you go, Carter. That's something where you start off with you know what, and you knew where you're gonna finish. I'm proud of you. <laughs> You've grown so much in the past fifteen minutes. Now I just have to make the things I'm gonna say
0: relevant or interesting. <laughs> so the king was coming down the street and he heard her sing but what she sang he couldn't hear so he stopped he told his men hey put me down put me down me I want out. to hear more about that get... sick beat she was laying down <laughs> I gotta get out of the king box what? <laughs> what was that you were singing my good woman the woman was ashamed to let him hear what her daughter had been doing she
1: didn't want <laughs> the king to know <laughs> that, that her daughter's five whole five, five stale dang it <laughs> five crunchy pies that collapse into flaky bits when you try and touch the tops like, not even five good pies She's your lordship horse-tank. these were the five worst pies that ever come out my oven and the da- my daughter my just ate them all <laughs> daughter. my daughter has no <laughs> self-respect I don't know what would have happened
0: had I baked six or
1: even <laughs> ten terrible pies. I shudder to think. She probably it ate them all. My life is a sham.
0: <laughs> um. So <laughs> the woman was ashamed to let him hear what the daughter had done. So she says, here's what I was singing. She says, uh, my daughter has spun five, five skines today. My daughter has spun five, five skines today. By the way, a skine or a skein? Shoot, it's skein. I looked up the pronunciation of this again. It's my daughter has spun five skeins today um she sang. a skein is a you know a, like a loosely um rolled up thing of yarn so when you get a bunch of yarn and you're gonna do some yarn you do all you get all the little threads and you're gonna make a skein so you have some yarn to work with later right back then you had to do everything step by step so you had mm-hmm. to get your flax and then you had to turn your
1: flax into skeins and then you could turn your skein you could knit with your skeins Right. So instead of having absolutely no self-control, the daughter is just manic obsessive with weaving skeins.
0: The daughter is a skein machine, is what uh, the mother is here trying to convince the king, who says, stars oh mine, (laughs) (laughs) said the king, who's going to talk like this now. I'll never, I'll never hurt anyone that could do that. Then he said, look, you here, I want a wife and I'll marry your darter. But look you here. No, he, he actually pronounces oh, it correctly. He did, but we're never going to again. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll marry your daughter. <laughs> but look you here. 11 months out of the year, she shall have all this all she likes to eat and all the gowns she likes to get and all the company she likes to keep. But the last month of the year, she'll have to spin 5 skeins every day, and if she don't, I shall kill
1: her. Why? <laughs> why why is that why <laughs> what does he have to gain from what does anyone have to gain from that only one month out of the year she has to prove herself to this nonsense song otherwise she gets everything she wants and then he just offs her what does anyone get out of this
0: well exactly which is why the mother sees through how terrible of a plan this is so she says all right <laughs> no <laughs> It's your darter. For she thought what a grand marriage that was. And as for the five skeins, when the time came, there'd be plenty of ways of getting out of it. And likeliest, he'd have forgotten all about it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they're going to do a lot of prep work over the next 11 months to get ready for it. (laughs) This next
0: sentence sounds like me transitioning back into telling the story, but it literally says, Well, so they were married. (laughs) for 11 months, the girl had all she liked to eat and all the gowns she liked to get and all the company
1: she'd like to keep. I never once considered the sword of Damocles hanging over her head. (laughs) Not at all. Sorry, the skein of Damocles hanging over her head. The skein
0: of Damocles.
1: So the darter,
0: I don't even know if she knows the deal. There's no... (laughs) Yeah, maybe mom just didn't tell her. He's like... She was like, wow, I, I, I got five delicious pies today and I'm getting married to the king. This seems like <laughs> I mean, this is an awesome afternoon. When the time was getting over, she began to think about the skeins and wonder if, she, if he had him in Oh, so she does now. Yeah, 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 she yeah. began to think about the skeins and to wonder if he had him in mind. But not one word did he say about him and she thought he'd wholly
1: forgotten them. So the wa- the mom is not even here anymore. She, like, just washed her hands of the whole affair.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't even think the mom makes an appearance back in the story again. It's just she's gone, and so she was like, okay, listen, I have a way for you to make up the fact that you ate all five of my
1: <laughs> pies. <laughs> this is the only way you can redeem yourself after eating my five <laughs> crusty, musty pies today.
0: Good news. You're going to marry the king and have all the food you want to eat and all the clothes you want to wear and all the company you want to keep.
1: Bad news. You have (laughs) to spin five, five, scan someday.
0: (laughs) However, the last day of the last month, he takes her to a room she'd never set eyes on before. There was nothing in it but a spinning wheel and a stool. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, okay. I see where we're going. I see where we're going. (laughs) Please proceed, Carter. And says he... Now my, uh, now my dear, here
0: you'll be shut in tomorrow with some victuals and some flax. Flax, 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 You all right? Flax. You all right, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Let me try that one more time. You'll be shut in tomorrow with some victuals and some flax.
1: (laughs) And if you haven't spun five skeins by the night, your head'll go off. Now kiss your, now kiss our son goodbye. Okay, good (laughs) night.
0: See ya. And away he went (laughs) about his business. Well, she was that frightened she'd always been such a gatless girl. Wow, not that's a single word never gat. heard before. A gatless girl. Yeah. So she doesn't have any gat. Which I guess means okay. Well, she was that frightened she'd always been such a gatless girl that she didn't so much as know how to spin. And what was she to do tomorrow with no one to come nigh her to help her?
1: Okay, probably <sighs> gatless means either thoughtless or acting without thinking. Yeah. For example, Nally because that was her name, Nally, right? would be ne- gatless as well because she didn't think before she, you know, drowned those pigs and set fire to that goat. The amount I of gatless women
0: <laughs> in these stories truly makes this collection one of the eminent feminist texts of our time. <laughs> uh okay, so she can't do this. She sat out down on the school, on a stool in the kitchen, in the kitchen? In the kitchen? There's in the kitchen, there's nothing in this room but a spinning wheel and a stool, and apparently a, a full kitchenette set and a full kitchen. <laughs> she said to let that a part stool. out. And la, how did she cry? <laughs> However, all of a sudden, she heard a sort of knocking low down on the door. She upped and opened an. Oh,
1: she up and oped it. That's <laughs> how it said. Come on, <laughs> editing is and... important. Mm-hmm. Even my Christmas assassination story had some editing marks on it. <laughs> what did she
0: see but a small little black thing with a long tail that looked up at her, right curious, and that said, what are you a-crying for? Oh, Carter, I think you... we should stop right there. Did... Carter, did you ever
1: watch Once Upon a Time? Once Upon a Time? Is that the TV show? Yeah. Because you you right. nailed the Stiltskin voice right there, really? <laughs> you you really did. Like he's <laughs> one of the most compelling characters in the entire series because Stiltskin is basically like the dark one. He has powers that were kind of hoisted onto him, and he is a like cursed individual. And when it whenever it's focusing on him in the fairy tale world, he really does sound very. Oh, what are you crying for?
0: What are you a-crying for?
1: Evil isn't born, dearie. It's made. <laughs> How did you know it was Rumpelstiltskin, Riley? <laughs> I mean... How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> you know, something just spoke to me.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, what do you think so far? What's the
1: name of this story again? Tom Tit-Tot doesn't quite roll off the tongue as well as skin, I will say that. Tom Tit-Tot. Tom Tit-Tot. Tom Tit-Tot. Tom, 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 you know what it should be? What, <laughs> what should it be?
0: It should be... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Th- thinking about saying this it just makes me happy, that's uh, why I'm laughing. It, sh- it should be Tommy Titty Tottie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which really rolls off the tongue in an awesome way. Thomas Tit-Infant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my na- wait he can't say his name but yeah. anyway when he's looking in it the- later on <laughs> if he might if he, if he may happen to look in a mirror and dance around his room while he thinks he's alone and he's like
1: my name is tom is tit infant you <laughs> know just just imagine the next pages he just goes, yes i'm tom tit tot and later on it's like i will let you free from the contract if you can guess my ma- name you told me your name. Oh, oh, no, I saw. Goof time. Oh, oh, no, no. It's just a full page of him just relentlessly berating himself.
0: <laughs> he's talking to the other demons and he's like, Stiltskin's there. And he's like, that's what you don't say your name. In I know. I know.
1: I don't say the name. Okay. I know. I She's... don't need you to tell me that I messed up. <laughs> I get it, Dad. You know, I'll never be as successful a demon-striking bargains as you, but I'm trying my best. Tommy Titty Tottie should try to have to guess her name. <laughs> yeah, guessing the name of a female character in a 14th century fairy tale? <laughs> it's practically impossible. Is it darter? Nope. Nope. Is it wife? <laughs> I tried the two. I tried the two things that women can be, and I'm all out of options. Is it wife? Oh, mine. <laughs> no. Okay. Dang. Is it Sally or Nally? <laughs> I think
0: this is just like the thought. Just going back to this plan that, like, I can spin five skeins, and my daughter the. You just didn't need your children back then, I guess. I
1: guess. Because in this case, I I think in the Rumpelstiltskin story, she arranged that marriage with uh, the king in order to save herself and her family from poverty and starvation. In this one, Mm. the mom was just embarrassed for singing a nonsense song, and she made something up, and that put her daughter in a life-threatening situation. It's not quite as compelling. (laughs) The idea that Rumpelstiltskin
0: is essentially and you know, we'll we'll hear in a minute, it is like verbatim the next the next couple pages of this story are well you'll hear next week, are this are that story with the three guesses and everything like that, and it's like did they just read this version of it and went, well, no one's going to buy this. We have to up the stage something fierce. <laughs> She's got to have to like have her, her like firstborn daughter on the line or something. <laughs> we got to do something to make this more interesting. Something, anything. Five,
1: pi- five pies. Five pies. <laughs> listen, five pies is going to bring in some people, but not, ev- not everyone's going to be brought on by the five pies. We need to up the
0: ante. <laughs> I really wish instead of the mom being like embarrassed, she was like super angry and frustrated about the five pies she had made. So she was like, Yeah, my daughter, awesome. She can do five skeins, she can also bake eighty loaves of bread, she can rear a hundred horses. But all today, in an hour. apparently,
1: she can eat all five of my pies and not even save one for me. And the king's <laughs> like, Hey, you know? I've been wanting a wife that can really pack it away whenever there's a lot of pies
0: you tell me she can bake 80 loaves of bread and all i gotta do is feed her five pies
1: a day (laughs) they don't even have to be that good (laughs) they can just be absolute just disaster pieces rusty old pies (laughs) rusty oh no if any food i had if any food item i could ever make in the kitchen was described as rusty i don't think i would ever even go into a kitchen again Old and covered in paprika. That's what that means. (laughs)
0: Alright, well we have now been recording for almost 30 minutes, which means you will have to join us next week for the exciting finale to uh, Tom Tit Tot.
1: The nail-biting conclusion (laughs) to Tom Tit Tot and the girl what ate five pies. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) tom <laughs> tit Totten darter five pies <laughs> darter five pies that's her name now i don't care if they give her name in the second half of the story her name is darter five pies and i will fight anyone that tries to convince me otherwise
0: all right well until then i have been one of your hosts darter <laughs> i've been the other host five pies and until next week
1: keep, keep it viddy it
0: viddy Tom Tit-Tot, by Joseph Jacobs. Once upon a time there was a woman, and she baked five pies. And when they came out of the oven, they were that overbaked the crusts were too hard to eat. So she says to her daughter, "Darter," says she, put you them there pies on the shelf and leave them there a little, and they'll come again. She meant, you know, the crust would get soft. But the girl, she says to herself, Well, if they'll come again, I'll eat them now. And she set to work and ate them all, first and last. Well, come supper time, the woman said, Go you and get one of them their pies. I dare say they've come again now. The girl went and she looked, and there was nothing but the dishes. So she came back and says she, No, they ain't come again. None of them? says the mother. Not one of them? says she. Well, come again or not come again, said the woman. I'll have one for supper. But you can't if they ain't come, said the girl. But I can, says she. Go you and bring the best of 'em. Best or worst, says the girl, I've ate 'em all, and you can't have one till that's come again. Well, the woman she was done, and she took her spinning to the door to spin, and as she span she sang, My daughter ha ate five, five pies to day. My daughter ha ate five, five pies to day. The king was coming down the street, and he heard her sing. But what she sang, he couldn't hear. So he stopped and said, What was that you were singing, my good woman? The woman was ashamed to let him hear what her daughter had been doing. So she sang instead of that, My daughter has spun five, five skeins today. My daughter has spun five, five skeins today. Stars of mine, said the king. I've never heard tell of anyone that could do that. Then he said, Look here. I want a wife, and I'll marry your daughter, but look you here, says he, eleven months out of the year she shall have all she likes to eat, and all the gowns she likes to get, and all the company she likes to keep. But the last month of the year she'll have to spin five skeins every day, and if she don't, I shall kill her. All right, says the woman, for she thought what a grand marriage that was. And as for the five skeins, when the time came, there'd be plenty of ways of getting out of it, and likeliest, he'd have forgotten all about it. Well, so they were married, and for eleven months the girl had all she liked to eat, and all the gowns she liked to get, and all the company she liked to keep. But when the time was getting over, she began to think about the skeins and to wonder if he had them in mind. But not one word did he say about them, and she thought he'd wholly forgotten them. "'However, the last day of the last month he takes her to a room she'd never set eyes on before. "'There was nothing in it but a spinning wheel and a stool, and says he, "'Now, my dear, here you'll be shut in tomorrow with some victuals and some flax, "'and if you haven't spun five skeins by the night, your head'll go off.' "'And away he went about his business. "'Well, she was that frightened. "'She'd always been such a gatless girl that she didn't so much as know how to spin.' And what was she to do tomorrow, with no one to come nigh her to help her? She sat down on a stool in the kitchen, and la how she did cry. However, all of a sudden she heard a sort of knocking low down at the door. She upped and opened it, and what should she see but a small little black thing with a long tail, that looked up at her right curious, and that said, What are you a-crying for? End of part one.